Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. You heard of the quiet storm. Now be ready for the thunderstorm. It's a show where we can't be quiet. Discussing world affairs from the Christian hip-hop perspective. That's right, the Christian hip-hop perspective. With your host, Christian hip-hop artist and sports blogger, GQ Forever. So turn up your radio. You are now listening to The Thunderstorm. My mic's on, so I'm a co-host. Guess what? It's time to do this again, man, for the 71st time. 4818, APN on the East Coast. The storm is on, so is WrestleMania. Let's go ahead and get into it, y'all. Guess what? I got some surprises for y'all tonight. Some of y'all heard a couple of rumors about a couple of things. We're going to address those tonight. Some about a sports show we used to do. Something about a bracket we did last year and the world with bananas. And everybody who's ever been an imitator came out the woodworks with a bracket of their own. The innovators are back, man. Sunday Night Live. It's time to do this again. Something called Patrick Reed won the Masters, if y'all care about that. Um, some NBA games going on. Some baseball going on. Baseball is back in full effect. Looks like it's been off about a week now. Nobody seems to care. There's one reason why, and I'll tell y'all in about three minutes what it is. Welcome to the storm. Like the page on Facebook, the Thunderstorm Hip Hop Sports Entertainment Network. Check us out on Twitter at Storm Radio Six Six, at Storm Sports Six Six. You heard that second one at Storm Sports Six Six. Throwing hits. The, the rumor. It might actually be true. Fuck for me on Twitter at GQ underscore the number four underscore EVA. I'm your host, GQ, man. It's spelled just like it sounds. My boys, DC and my man, Trail, are in the cockpit with me. Flying y'all through this Sunday night. Y'all could be anywhere in the world, but y'all chose to be with us, and we appreciate y'all for that. And like the great Don Cornelius said, you can bet your last money. This is about to be the hippest trip in America. I'm trying not to cut up, man. I'm trying not to cut up. We got a very, very, very special guest, man. Every time I talk to this young lady and I remember that we're friends, I wonder what it is that's allowed me to be so blessed to have such a friend in my life. I wonder I wonder if she feels the same way about my friendship that I feel about hers. I don't think it's possible. <laughs> but if she feels half as good about me as I feel about her, then guess what? I got a friend for life. Ladies and gentlemen, joining the broadcast tonight, we got my homegirl, Jessie Story, is in the building. A lot of y'all complained last time she was here, saying she didn't get enough mic time. Guess what? She's riding with us in the storm for the whole two hours, man. 
The old school bus is coming up. Slap your neighbors. Tell them we on the air. Tell them to dial in 602-753-1759. Email us, thunderstormsports66 at gmail.com. Thunderstormradio66 at gmail.com. Like my personal pages on Facebook as well. Make sure you like the Inside the Eagles page. Whether you're a Philadelphia Eagles fan or not, 24-7, 365, 60-60 coverage of the Eagles, the Bird Game, the World Champs. And make sure you follow us on Twitter, at Inside Eagles. 750,000 readers last month. 750,000 readers a month before, man. Once I start getting a million readers a month, man, I'm going to be a problem. And y'all should know that. Welcome to the storm. Welcome to the storm. Make sure you bookmark us. I almost left that part out. Bookmark us on iTunes, TuneIn, and Stitcher. I am so excited. I'm geeked. I don't know if y'all knew this. I don't watch a lot of wrestling anymore. I got WrestleMania on the big screen. Something called Bobby Roode. Uh, DC, is this, is this Rick Roode, son? Is this what I'm looking at right here? I I want to say it's Rick Rude's son, but I'm not sure. It, I mean, he got the physique like his dad, so I want to say yeah. Yeah, he kind of, uh, I'm thinking, hey, if you're a WWE fan, hit us up, man. Hit us up on Twitter. Hit us up on the uh, all the outlets that you can. Hit us on hit us on Facebook Messenger. Hit us on Yahoo Messenger. Hit us on Skype. Uh, I'm looking at y'all face to face. Some of y'all right now. Some of y'all are giving me some very scary looks, which is concerning. But <laughs> roll call. What's up to South and North Carolina? What's up to Virginia, D.C.? The West Coast is tuning in as always. Africa, the U.K. is always tuning in. And it's, what, 2, two o'clock in the morning over there? Is it 2 or 3? 2 o'clock in the morning over in the U.K. And for some reason, they're still up and they listen to us, man. But we appreciate it. I told y'all there's a little WrestleMania going on, and I'm getting some confirmed reports here. DC Trail, this is Rick Rude's son. They got a lot of second-generation athletes in the WWE now. Um, don't think it matters. Uh, Randy Orton, as you know, second-generation athlete. Uh, the Rock was a third-generation athlete. But uh, Bobby Rude is here. Uh, Dusty Rhodes' son, son is uh, a part of the uh, team now. So if you're a WWE fan, I guess that's cool. Um, it doesn't seem to be adding to the uh, on-television product that we've been getting. Uh, I think me and you guys, we discussed this yesterday. Uh, the WWE has gotten kind of boring, man. Kind of boring. Yeah. Let's let's say I'm, over the top. I, let's put it like that. I, it's, it's not Condon no more. It has gotten boring. When you first when yeah. we first started watching, for me, I was the biggest rational fan of. I had every action figure, every T-shirt every cup that you could imagine and it was and now it used to be an experience for me like that was my soap opera when people used to watch days of our uh days of our lives and you know stuff like that now nah, that wasn't that wasn't for me every every monday and every thursday at eight o'clock and nine o'clock i was tuned into wrestling man and now i don't got that same feel for it no more Mm-hmm. And then, like I said, they saw you ridiculous with these storylines, and I was like, you know what? You lost me. I'm not a fan no more. So I had to cut wrestling out my life too. Well, it is what it is, man. I'm I'm not getting that same feeling about anything except the NFL, man. Basketball is underway. The Sixers are actually relevant again. Uh, I should be excited about that. I am semi excited about that. Uh, baseball is back on. Phillies are average as we expected them to be, but baseball is back. That's got a lot of people excited. 
I'm not one of those people, man. Like all I'm waiting for is for the latter part of the year to come back around and for that 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 ball, that game they played with that oblong ball and those two goalposts. I'm waiting on that to come back, man. As an Eagles fan, I thought you would take this time to soak it all in, man. You're trying to rush the process. Man, I'm enjoying it day by day. Really, real talk though, I really am enjoying this day by day, man. But I I need something to whet that that appetite, man. And the WWE can't do it. Uh, UFC, I watched that pay per view last night. That didn't do too much for me. The NBA, man, I. I thought the NBA was more interesting when Jordan was going to win it every year, man. So I was talking to the DJs, and they agreed. See, the NFL is so important in our lives, man, that we can identify the the NFL just by tweets, just by certain songs, theme songs that come on, man. And for that reason, we decided to to come back and hit the thunderstorm audience upside the head with something we haven't done in over 12 months. It's time for a little bit of Name That Tune. DC Trail, are you ready? I'm, I'm ready. ready. All right, I got three. I got three cuts here for you, fellas, and I just want you to tell me if you recognize this tune, and if you do recognize this tune, what this tune is. DJ Epic, go ahead and hit me with song number one. That'll be quite enough. Fellas, we go to the bar for 200. Can you name that tune? I know where I hear it at now, but I can't name it. Uh, that's the, I can't name the tune, man. You I can't name, name the tune either. I'm... <laughs> All right. Sound for me. No, that's the, that's the song that they use for the Sunday night football games right now. But I don't know who. Okay. Y'all guys are getting torn up on social media right now. You guys are getting torn up. They're trying to revoke y'all. They're trying to revoke y'all football pass card, man. That is the CBS theme for the NFL. Yeah, that's what it is. Mostly carries the AFC games. Most that Sunday night football, totally different tune, though, Trey. Totally different tune, man. Y'all are all for one. Y'all up for what? And the Thunderstorm audience is mad at y'all, man. We got a song number two on Name That Tune. Let's go, DJ Epic. For 300, what is that song? That's Fox. That is Fox. All right, y'all got y'all one and one, man. Y'all one and one. Y'all y'all screwed up the, <laughs> the CBS theme for the NFL. Y'all nailed the Fox theme. DJ Epic, song number three. I'll name that tune. Let's go. 
Monday night. All right, song number three. Do you guys know that tune? Yeah, that's Monday Night Football. Yeah, no, yeah. All right. Y'all got Fox. Y'all got Monday Night Football. Y'all butchered the CBS thing, man. Y'all went two for three. Uh, I'm looking at the Thunderstorm audience. People hit me up on Skype. They went three for three. You know why y'all recognize that song, man? Because it's football. Why is that? Because y'all know when that yeah. song comes on, any of those three songs come on, a football game is about to follow. Why? Because that's all we care about. We don't care about baseball. Nobody knows what the Fox team on baseball sounds like. Nobody knows what the Olympic <laughs> team sounds like. <laughs> Nobody knows what the WWE theme sounds like. But let me play a little Fox, a little Monday Night Football. Everybody's all in. Your adrenaline started pumping right there, man. It makes you feel like you should be watching the game, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah I got a little excited there. <laughs> all right. Name that tune has been brought to you by the Thunderstorm, man. We got my homegirl coming up, man. She's she's she stepped into the building, man. I can't let her wait any longer. Live my life. You know who it is. And on the other side of that, we got the queen. K Six. Hey, yo, check. Yo, check. Yo, check. We got another one. I'm not sorry for the road that I cross. I'm not sorry for my pain or my loss. I'm not sorry for my black and blue.
There have been 71 episodes of The Thunderstorm as of tonight. Live My Life has been played. Jesse doesn't even know this. Live My Life has been played on 60 of them. We actually went back and we counted. We can't stop playing it. She has other records. Whenever we play that, people lose their minds. <laughs> I'm dead serious. It has been the most requested song on The Thunderstorm a grand total of 14 times, 61 rotations, Oftentimes we have ended the, the show on Jesse's story because there's no way you can go after her. You can't play a song after that. <laughs> but we had to go ahead and rock with it up front, man, because coming to the show and uh, epic man, I need my um, we we gonna take it back in time for this one, man. We gonna we gonna go old school, man. I need like some uh, I need some music, man. You need the music, not the music. Why? Why are you looking at me, man? You are DJ. You want to play music? <laughs> not, not the music. <laughs> what happened to the Queen for a day joints, man? Okay, okay, we don't have the Queen for a day. All right, give me a little Mars Venus, then. Give me. Can, can I get something slow? All right, there we go. I mean, there we go. I'm here in the phones, man. Epic lost the audio for Queen for a Day, man. So we're going to do for Queen for a Day over the Mars Venus track. But I don't think my sister's going to mind, man, because it's time to introduce one of my most favorite people on the planet. We don't get to talk nearly as often as I feel like we should. I talked to her earlier today. She said, we're going to fix that. I've been watching her. We pray for her. We always support her. We do everything we can to look out for her. She's a she's a dear dear friend, man. She reminds me what it is to be a friend, man. From the first time I met her, she just showed love that never changed, that never deviated. It's always been the same. She's always been the same person. I watch her even when she doesn't feel like I'm that I'm watching her because I know everything that she's doing. She's recently been in Destin, Florida. She's been in North Carolina. I think she's in Atlanta right now. Nobody outworks this woman. Women should look at this woman and take notes on what a woman should do, how she should conduct herself, how she should act. The Queen for a Day Award goes to Jesse's story, man, and this is why. In a world where people try to be what they're not, in a world where people try to be arrogant when they haven't accomplished anything, this is a queen who has accomplished so much, and she still treats everybody like they matter. She still treats everybody like they're important. She still treats everybody like they're somebody. I have a hard time even believing that we're friends sometimes. She's been on this show twice, and both times, up until it was time for her to come on the show, I was nervous because I thought she was going to get busy and call me and say, you know what, G, I love you, but I can't make it tonight. But she's never let me down. And I've really sat there today and tried to think, when has she ever said something and not follow through on what she said? I remember her being sick and saying she would come on the show anyway. That's the Jesse story I remember. I know the Jesse story who's been on the road for only the Lord knows how long. <laughs> Talked to her today. Sounded like she was dead tired. And, man, she said she was going to come on the show anyway. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the broadcast. Queen for a day. Tomorrow, next week, the rest of this month, ladies and gentlemen, Jesse's story. What's going on, sis? Hey, you 
know, you, you, you brought tears to my eyes because, you know, every time, and it's confirmation too because I tell you, it's a struggle trying to stay abreast of all that's going on. And sometimes you doubt yourself, you know, and you start to say, am I, am I doing enough? Am I being good enough to the people that I love and care for in my life? You know, but I'm human just like everyone else, and I, and I can't um, say how, how much I would love to be doing to, to just confirm that, I, you know, let people know how much I care for them and I love them. And you being one of those people, you know, I want you to know how I appreciate you very much. And I thank you for, for just acknowledging some of the things that I've actually doubted myself in. And it just reminds me that I got this, you know, when everything's hard <laughs> and I'm going through and I'm kind of doubting oh, where I need to be and what I need to be doing in my life, you just confirm and you just, I, I, I guess spiritually God's talking through you to let me know and remind me that I'm where I'm supposed to be and I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. So thank you for that. And thank you for allowing me to join know. y'all on this show. <laughs> I, I, I say it every time, man. I the the honor is all mine, man, and that's just not me saying words. That's I mean that from the bottom of my heart. It is an honor to share the same the same universe, same atmosphere. It's an honor to share the same broadcast that you're on, and the fact that you even care enough to actually come to be a part and try to sow into what I'm doing, just that's that's something that I just can't feel like I can pay you back for. I mean, I feel like I'm the lucky one in all this. So I, I just want to say thank you, number one. Thank you. I mean, I'm, I feel the same way. It's not more. I'm honored to be part of this show. And anytime you invite me, I would be more than happy. I love your spirits. I love, um, you know, how, how you guys are just so humble. And, and, you know, I love being around spirits that that are like you all. So I, I thank you and I appreciate it. You know, you got me emotional over here <laughs> from your words. And um, you know, I'm kind of embarrassed because I don't like to show that side, you know, but you know, I definitely, I definitely thank you for allowing me to join and inviting me and thinking of me because, you know, when you think that no one really cares, so, you know, sometimes I get that way. You know, I feel like, oh, I'm alone in this world. I got no one cares about what's going on. And look, you know, there's people watching, people who do care and people that do love you, even when, you know, you have those moments. So it's encouraging. And I thank you for being that, that support. I'm I'm getting emotional myself right now. So let, let me get this straight. <laughs> Jesse's story, one of the most beautiful people I've ever met inside and out, is having these same issues that everybody else has. These fish <laughs> issues of am I doing enough? That can't be that can't be possible. I, I look at you. You're so confident. Your 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 spirit is so full. Everything that I see from you is never intake. I don't see you take anything from anybody. I always see you give something to somebody else. Like, it's hard for me to believe that this is even something that you would actually endure in your walk. Wow. <laughs> wow. I just had this conversation with a friend of mine today, and she said the same thing. She says, you know, it makes her angry because she feels like a lot of people that have latched on in my life have taken and taken and taken, and when it comes back to giving the support um, that she doesn't see it. And she gets angry with me because she says to me, Jess, you have all these people that take, 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 and don't give in return. And when it comes to supporting you and the things you love and do, 
um, they don't give you the same respect. And I turned around and I told her, I said, you know what? I don't expect anything from anybody when I give because I give from my heart. And, you know, I love these individuals regardless of, you know, what others may see. Each and every person that is in my life has a staple or a stamp on my heart. And so I'm not going to change who I am, you know, because someone else feels that, <laughs> yeah, someone else, you know, might feel that they, the people in my life aren't for me. You know, everyone's there for a season, and everybody is here for a reason and can teach me something. So, you know, it's humbling, and it's, and, and I will, won't change for anyone, you know. I, I <laughs> I'm learning from everyone around me, and, and they help me to grow as an individual, so, and spiritually. So, you know, I, I appreciate you saying that. <laughs> I love to give. I'm not a taker. I've never been a taker, but, you know, it's humbling that you recognize that, and I appreciate it. You know, I really do. <laughs> well, we're going to change. We're going to flip the script tonight because tonight is all about Jesse's story. Tonight is about, you know, celebrating you and your accomplishments, feeding into you, um, giving you some of that powder, the reinforcement that you seem to give everybody else. Because, I mean, it's just like an ATM, man. Like, you can't go put a – you can't keep taking – and withdrawing and withdrawing and withdrawing and expect there to be something in the reservoir when you need to actually, you know, withdraw something else if that's all you're doing is taking. At some point, you have to replenish. You have to put $20 back in the ATM. And if you only got $16 in the ATM, you can't expect to pull out 40 So tonight is about you. Like, and, and there's anything, let me say this before we get started because I might forget and get emotional somewhere down the road. If there's anything we can do in the future, like, I mean, you don't even have to tell us what it is, whether it be a financial contribution, whether it be just uh, playing your new record. You just need to get somewhere and just, you know, voice your opinion about something, get something off your chest. The show is the, the, the show is yours, you know. And, I mean, if we got a guest, we'll, we'll throw them off the air to bring you on. That's where it's up. Thank you. Thank you, man. I, I appreciate it. And the same here. Same goes for me. You know, anything, anything I could ever do to help the show or – just be there, a support, a listening here. I am here, you know, and I am a phone call away, and I will pick up your call anytime you, you know, I, you call and respond to you anytime you you call me. So, you know, I appreciate the love, and I appreciate you guys being a family to me. I do. This is awesome. Well, we appreciate that. <laughs> It's, I mean, I mean, yeah. it, it's been proven so many times that you know your words aren't just words. So, you know, I right. I take that and I receive that. And believe it or not, yeah, you all. Go ahead, go ahead. You all are inspiring to me. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but um, you know, you all are inspiring to me to keep doing what I'm doing. You know, and 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 what's crazy is that this week I had this spiritual feeling that came over me that was just like, you need to finish what you started. You know, and with the music part of it and the album and all that, I kind of took a halt on that, and now you just inspired me, and and just just confirmation that I need to finish what I started, because God didn't give this gift for me to just sit around and waste it, you know, so I have to go ahead and make the moves, make more music to to help other people, inspire other people as well, so thank you (laughs) for doing that and, and for sharing. No problem at all, no problem at all. Now, I thought now, you and I kind of talked about this and everything. I'm going to make you say it again, like, live right now because I got it recorded. So, you know, 
like I said, you never go back on your word, but I'm gonna make sure you say it while it's being recorded and everything. Now, um, yeah, I've been I've been called the Dr. Dre of Christian hip hop because I, I drop an album, wait years, and then drop another one. But GQ is back in the studio. <laughs> he's making new music, and I think I heard Jesse's story tell me that she's down to do a couple of records with him, right? Yep, yep. I definitely All am right. looking for the track. <laughs> so you got it on record. I'm waiting now. I'm just waiting on you to uh, send those over to me so I can get to writing. <laughs> all right, all right. That is what it is. Fellas, I'm hogging all the mic time, man. Y'all go ahead, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man. Got me teary eyed. I just thought I thought I shed a couple of tears. I had some tissue over here and everything. But um, <laughs> but I love it. I know. That- that you said you had, you know, you got a lot going on with your music and you, you know, you, you lose, you find your inspiration. So for this upcoming album, where did some of your inspiration come from? The people I love. And I tell you that's, that's, that God, you know, I'm not going to share all the details, but, um, oh, no, we don't. I'll give I'll give you I can't give you all the details, but I could tell you that I almost wasn't here a month ago. And I saw my life flash in front of me and I was just in a predicament where I had everything just come to, to light like wait a second. God gave me a second chance to be here. Now I need to run with everything. I've got so much to do still while I'm here. And um, you know, I have to say that 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 he's given me another chance to be able to do the things that I procrastinated on for a long time. And so, you know, the people that I love, my friends, my family, everybody that's so supportive towards me, um, have given me that push to really go ahead and do the things that I love and, and not to worry too much about all the, the things that are not important, you know? <laughs> so I'm going to go ahead and, and, and focus and put my all into this album. And it's going to be inspired, like I said, by friends and family and those who continue to ask me for music and ask me to, to when am I going to come out with the next record? You know, I've had people come to me and like, Jesse, I've been waiting on a record. Can I get some new music? You know, well, I got it coming. And um, I still have some old other music that we've done that um, we have yet to release. So I'm um, working on getting all those mastered and, and completed so we can put this on the album. And I'm also working with a couple of guys from my band, uh, one named Ase. Uh, I'm looking forward to doing the duet with him. And then I got another guy named Mike, Mike P that I'll be working with as well that I'm looking forward to working with. These guys are veterans in the game and um, vocally are just amazing. So I'm looking forward to doing the duets with them. Um, and bringing in, you know, some real talented musicians um, that I work with and doing some live instruments. So that's, that's what I want to do. I want to focus more on the live instrument portion of it and, and recording live because I feel like there's a huge difference when you have a track and when you have that live and acoustic sound. So um, I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> And uh, sure. I'm gonna give my all, and I'm looking forward to working with you on your tracks and collabing in that aspect as well. So, you know, the sooner we can get it, the sooner we can work. I'm ready. <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> all right, all right. So, Miss uh, Miss Jessie, 
you know, you know, yep. with you being an artist and all this, and you have all these different albums, do you sometimes find it hard to try to make your next album better than the next? Do you ever find that challenging yes. sometimes? Yes. Yes, because, you know, music is constantly changing. So, you know, I've learned that if you do music from the heart versus trying to keep up with the game, your music will be, um, it, it will be legendary. You know, it becomes legendary. It becomes something that goes out in history where you're not going with the phase or the fads that's currently in or out. And so I think sometimes as artists, we struggle with the fact that, okay, music's changed. My music might sound too old or it might sound old school. And, you know, I don't know if people are going to And so you don't know if you're going to be, if the song's going to be better than the next. You know, but what I learned, like I said, when you sing from your heart, look at Mary J. Mary J's still doing music. But she's got mm-hmm. that feeling in her soul that just people love her regardless. She doesn't have to have a certain sound or have a – she sings from her heart, you know. And when you do that, you inspire people. People love you, and they love you for that feeling in the music and, and, and the scripture or, or the messages that you give in the song. So that's my goal is to give my heart versus trying to keep up with what's going on in music today. Hopefully everybody will That's that. amazing. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. You got so much good music that we can choose from. Um, I, I don't know if you heard me when we were coming on before when I was introducing everything, but your song, Live My Life, has been played on this show 61 times out of the 71 times we've heard it. We That's amazing. We can't stop playing it. Like, and we keep telling Thank people, you. like, you know what, we, we want to play this Press Rewind, too. They're like, we want to hear Live My Life again. <laughs> Like, do you have a favorite record? Because for me, honestly, I mean, I, I would probably say it's a two-way time. I'll probably live my life and press rewind, but do you actually have a favorite record? Um, I'm going to say, you know, press, press Rewind was a dedication for my belated husband. So knowing the story behind that and how that's from my heart, that I have to say is one of my favorite because it's in dedication to him. But Live My Life was like the rebuttal to that because there was a lot of um, controversy after he, after he died. There was a lot of controversy from people who had so much to say in regards to his death and how I um, mourned or how I grieved and how I went about my life. You know, when until you're in that situation, you cannot tell me you know, how I should deal with things or how I should handle things because everybody grieves differently. So that song is kind of like um, my survivor song, like my, uh, I, can't, I, I can't find the words to express what I'm trying to say, but it's more of like that song, that, that, that power, you know, where I'm taking my mm-hmm. power back from people who have so much to say about how I'm living my life. I'm going to live my life for me because nobody else is going to live it. So that one is my favorite. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah, gotcha. It's definitely a favorite. You know, it's funny you said that too. Um, I lost both parents and we've talked about this before, but I've, I lost both my parents and um, my father was kind of shocking because we had just got finished arguing. So the last conversation we ever had was an argument and as crazy as it sounds, I don't remember what we were arguing about. 
my mother and I were different because my father taught me that, you know, life is precious. It can end at any moment. Tomorrow really isn't mm. promised. We said it all the time, but that was proof of it to me. And then by the time right. I lost my mom, I was able to correct those mistakes because we knew she had cancer and there was some time to share a few more moments with her before her passing. But the wow. same thing, like, there was a celebration with me because the the thing that I loved about it was the fact that I knew that she didn't have to struggle anymore. I knew that she didn't have to deal with these bills and all this other things and missing my father and all this other stuff anymore. She was in glory. So by the time there was a funeral, I wasn't crying. And my sister was right. crying because, like, you know, when you know God, you look at death differently. You know, that's not the end. That's the beginning. And I took a lot of flack from that from family members because they were looking at me like, you know, uh, why aren't you crying? This is your mother. You should be torn up about this and everything. And I'm like, I really can't struggle in this moment. And that kind of that kind of leads me to the press for wine moment. I think we've we've talked about this before, but yeah, for the benefit of the thunderstorm audience who doesn't know you yet, or this may be the first time they're hearing you, the thing I liked about the press rewind record was the fact that rather it being a sad, mournful song, it was up tempo. It was more like a celebration. It was like. Typically, right. when you lose a loved one, we decide we want to go slow tempo and things of that nature. You decided to make an up tempo record. Can you kind of comment on that and what the thought process was behind that? And you you hit it right on the nail. Um, it's exactly that. You know, it's a celebration. Um, it's in celebrate. It's in celebration of all the memories, the good memories that I had um, of my husband. And you know, it's that song is not just for my husband. It's for all those people that we lost, that people have lost, you know, that other people can listen to that song and be like, wow, you know, instead of mourning in a sad way, let's celebrate the lives of these individuals, you know. And I don't know if I, if you knew this, but just about three, two and a half, three weeks ago, I lost my best friend, the person that, that moved me here to Charlotte. So, mm-hmm. and it was such as well, and that was two whammies, you know, so when I went to his funeral, yeah, it was a very sad time, but I'm at peace with, you know, the fact that he's gone. So I celebrate his life, and I don't cry as much as I did before because I know that he's in a better place than we are right now. And I know that um, he's at peace, you know, in his life because he was, in, he was going through a really hard time. So, you know, with that song, Press Rewind, it's important that you tell the people that you love them on a daily basis and and the one thing that I got out of my best friend dying is that two days before he died I was able to tell him I love him on the phone and I was able to let him know that I cared I didn't get that with my husband I didn't when my husband died I didn't have that opportunity so it is important that you tell people regularly how much you love them you show them not just tell them but show them in your actions because like you said, tomorrow's not promised, and that's what this song is about. It's about, you know, making sure that while they're here, that you're loving them while they're here. Don't wait to the funeral. You know what I'm saying? Don't wait till they're mm-hmm. gone and then live with the regret of not being able to, you know, show them that love, you know, because they're gone now. But um, you're absolutely right. You know, you hit it right on the nail. It's a celebration of life. It's, it's, it's a song that um, I want good memories of. You know, I want to show the good memories, not the bad times. You know, I want to, I want to remember these individuals um, as the great people that they were. You know, because we all go through hard times, but they, 
they were great people overall and and I want to you know just send that message out to people just love them today love them while they're here you know so you don't have to live with the regret of having a press free wine and going back in time and <laughs> you know right. wishing that you could say something or or do something you know cuz you know you've already done it I'm so proud <laughs> I'm really like so proud right now I'm so proud yeah. Your introduction into the music Your introduction into the music industry What actually got you in the music in the first place And um, How did you get so successful at it a lot, a lot, I mean you've reached levels With your musical career that some people Keep talking about and never seem to reach And then for some reason they're more arrogant than you are But God. You've actually, you've actually God. seen The mainstream success so how did, how did you get there That's all God you know, I guess, you know, God knows your heart. And um, I have to say, you know, I've gone through a lot of situations. And like I said, I don't regret any of my situations, any, any things that experiences that I've gone through because they've all taught me something, you know. But I started out in a girl group called Spanish Fly. We actually had a few names before that. Um, but that was really the, the milestone or the stepping stone that, that got me to level I'm at now as far as music um and we were signed to Kadar Massenburg and um mm-hmm. we had a few label deals with Virgin Sony and uh we worked with Sugar Hill Records as well um so we got to deal with a lot of great people great mu- musically talented people um Erica Badu uh we were on the same uh, soundtrack as Jill Scott, Alicia Keys, uh, Glenn Lewis. Who else? There were so many different people on that soundtrack um, that we really got to collaborate with and open up for. Um, and then the group, right when we were at that peak of really blowing up, it seemed like we couldn't keep it together as a group <laughs> because everybody's mm-hmm. egos you know, got in the way and like, you know, everybody wants to be the front person and jealous of one another. And I'm like, Oh, you know, I just couldn't deal with that, you know? And so, um, I ended up leaving the group and and going solo. Well, it wasn't just me. It was mutual. It was like a, everyone just went their separate ways. And I decided to work with someone else, uh, a manager named Ramel who really believed in my music and, and felt that I could be a solo artist. And, uh, he pushed me, you know, and while I was in New York, um, I actually met a producer down here named Kino. And Kino um, did a couple of songs on me, and, and then I decided to move to Charlotte because I realized, wow, there's so much talent down here uh, production-wise. And I met uh, Mr. Woods and Jay Styles from Black Street and uh, my, mm-hmm. my boy Rasan. We all just got together and decided to make Power Out, which was a... Uh, the studio that I built and um, so now we have artists major artists coming there and we just kind of branched out in so many different directions you know so um, now we have the newest member which is Derek Christopher and he manages uh, Power Out for us um, and we've had Leela James, Anthony Hamilton, Tasia, you know a lot of different people um, come through the studio and bless us um, and so, you know, that's, that's where it is now, you know, and I've, I've had a lot of people um, ask me when we're going to come out with some new music, you know, so um, recently I've kind of 
taken a hiatus from it because I just had so much going on. But, you know, this week is, is, is really been a lot of different people confirming, <laughs> you know, giving mm-hmm. confirmation. Like, I'm excited about this. You know, I'm really excited about all that's happened. But, yeah, that's the history, and that's how we got here, you know. And uh, now we're, now you and I are going to make history when you send me that music. <laughs> oh, yeah, most definitely. Most definitely. <laughs> um, my question is simply, I know you said that you were, that you used to you uh, sung with a group. Yeah. What what are the what are the some of the questionable things that you took away from the group that you said, Okay, this is the direction I need to go in instead of this for my solo career? Like were there certain things that you didn't like in the group that you said, Okay, when I become a solo artist, this is how I wanna do it. I think one of the things that I, I struggled with in the group was, so everyone was talented. Everyone was beautiful, you know, but I think one of the things that I, I ran into a lot was as an, as a young person in the group, um, they expected me to do things that I probably wouldn't do and I stood strong in, um, as an artist, you'll be approached by many A&Rs and people who are in the music industry that will come to you and say, hey, you know, if you give me some, maybe <laughs> you give me some, you know, maybe we can give you a deal or we can help you out. And I just wasn't with that. Um, no. But some, sometimes the girls would say, you know, lead them on and make them believe that you're going to you know, be with them or whatever. And I, I just wasn't with that. You know, I could not, I don't believe in degrading myself to get to the next level. So that was part of a lot of the fights that I went through because I believe in staying true to myself. And, um, you know, when we became to the level where we started getting a lot of exposure, um, we got a lot more of that. And we got a lot more of people wanting us to say sex sells and take off our clothes more. And I just, you know, me being a, a mom, I didn't want to do that. I didn't want my children mm-hmm. to see me half naked, you know, or doing things that I, I, I didn't want to do. So I took that with me and I said, I will never allow somebody to try to force me to do something that is not me. And um, I was determined to make it in this music and make music based on the talent and, and the feeling, not based off of of the sexual aspect of it or what I look like, you know, because I'm, I'm a believer that if you work hard, you believe in God and you pray, that you will succeed, you know. It's just a matter of, of doing the things that is required. And, and, and like I said, it's hard work. It's hard work. It's not easy. Um, but if you go out there, you network, you meet the right people, you know, it'll happen. So that's what I take. I don't, I don't, I, don't, I won't, I'm going to stay true to myself and I won't allow somebody to change who I am. Okay. Okay. I like that. Okay. <laughs> All right. And my question is, I know that you, I also know that you had said something about being in a girl group and going solo. From that do you kind of understand where other artists have came from, from 
going from, you know, being three to four people in the group to about them. So do you know the field that they go through now? Yeah. Yeah, I do. Um, and I'm going to be honest, it's harder to be a solo artist than it is to be in a group. When you're in a group, you work off of each other's energies, and it's easier to be more confident because they're not looking at just you. They're looking at everybody in the group. But as a solo artist, it's a lot of scrutiny. There's a lot, you know, it's just you they're looking at. So if you mess up, there's no one else to look at. (laughs) You know? So I have to say, you know, it's definitely, it's definitely something I've, I've, I understand that a lot of these major artists have made it in the business and understand what, what they've gone through. I, uh, but there's been a lot of ups and downs in this, in this business. And, um, you know, like I said, it, it can be discouraging sometimes. It's easy to quit though. And, and, and one thing I'll never do is quit because you know what? I made, I made a pact with God a long time ago. Um, and I, you know, he spoke to me and he told me, you know, I gave you this vo- these vocals for for me. Like, you sing for me, not for anyone else. So don't worry about what other people have to say, you know, or let anyone discourage you because this talent I gave you, I gave you for me, you know. So he, 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 he loves my talent. He gave me this talent. I have no reason to feel doubt, fear, because that's not of God. So, yep. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Okay. That's all. I like it. I'm thinking about what you said, and like some stuff you said is hitting me like five minutes after you said it. Like you said, you came out here and you met Kino. Is that the same Kino that had to bring it on the record? Yes. <laughs> yep. That's the same Kino. Oh, I... <laughs> yep. <laughs> Why did you meet him in Charlotte? I actually worked for Bank of America at one point, and it was in New York, and a uh-huh. friend of mine that moved from New York to Charlotte was like, hey, yo, my girl, she sings and she's up in New York. And he was like, I guess his wife worked for the bank as well. And um, that's how we ended up linking up. It was actually over the phone. He heard my music and he called me and he was like, I, I heard your song and I would love to work with you. And that's, that's how it happened. And then I ended up moving to Charlotte. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Cool stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, we talked about it for a little bit. Now we got to play the record, man. Like, I've been sitting on this record here for, like, the last 20 minutes. Like, we're going to play this joint. Like, I set it up. We talked about Press Rewind for a little bit. Um, if you would do the honor of this story, if you would just go ahead and introduce the Press Rewind record, we're going to play it, and we're going to get you right back on here as soon as it's over. All right. I'm introducing to you the song Press Rewind, which was dedicated to my belated husband, Samir Olar Story. We also name it SOS, um, but he was someone special. So uh, I hope you like the song. Um, it's coming from the heart, and uh, hopefully it will allow you to think positively and help and, and, and help you to love on those people that are in your life and alive and and. and do it while they're here. Here you go. Gonna say the better myself. Gonna say the better myself. Press and wine, just the story. We'll be right back with you on the store. I can remember we we had 
The other thing is, probably about this same time last year, you know, in celebration of March Madness and congratulations to the Villanova Wildcats for winning the national championship, got to definitely give them their kudos and their credit for that. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time to do the Thunderstorm Hip-Hop Sports Entertainment Tournament of MCs once again. And we do have a bracket. We have debated, we have argued, we had a panel of about six guys. We talked about hip-hop for like three days. And then we broke hip-hop down into like specific categories. We talked about musical contribution, obviously the body of work, influence on other artists. Uh, what else did we say? We were talking about um, overall contribution to the culture, not just the music of hip-hop, but the culture. We're talking about the four elements. Most of y'all young bucks don't even know what I'm talking about when I say the elements of hip-hop. We're talking about MCing, DJing, graffiti. We're talking about b-boying, or some of y'all young bucks may call that breakdancing. So we talked about the elements, and we compiled a list, 64, 64 teams in the tournament. We went with 64 MCs. Just like the tournament did, we broke it up into four categories. We have the East Coast region, a.k.a. the jungle. On the West Coast, we have the Wild Wild West. The Midwest is, a.k.a. the Chopper region, and then the Dirty South. Ladies and gentlemen, we start, where y'all want to start? Y'all want to go Jungle first, Wild West, the Chopper, the Dirty South, where y'all want to go first? We got we to gotta announce the bracket. I want to go to the Chopper. All right, we're going to go South first. Ladies and gentlemen, the 16th seed, based on a lot of controversy, we were able to come up with a 16th seed. The 16th seed in the Dirty South region is UGK. 15, Lil Lucy. 14, The Two Live Crew. 13, Mystical. 12, we got a little new school in here. We went with J. Cole. Your 11th seed in the Dirty South region is Rick Ross, which gets us to the top 10. Your top 10 MCs in the Dirty South bracket are Ludacris at number 10, Lil Wayne at number 9, GZ at number eight. Seven is the three six mafia. Uh six is eight ball the MJG. Five the ghetto boys. Four outcast. Outcast is a four seed. How? Three is TI. Well, you gotta look at the first three. Three is TI, aka the self proclaimed king. Two is Master P, one is Scarface. When I look at Scarface, Scarface is my number one seed in the South. Master P, um, <sighs> There isn't a South without Master P. Number three, T.I. Um, I don't agree with his claiming that he's the king of the South, but, you know, he is he is a legend. And um, that would put Outkast at the number four seed. So you guys' opinion on the Dirty South region and the 16 seeds, did we leave anybody out? Is there somebody we should add? You guys have the floor. We'll start with you, Jesse Story. How are you feeling about the Dirty South region? Hold on, I'm sorry, I had you on mute. Uh, let's see. I mean, you, you basically covered most of of all I can think of there. I do, I do. I, I'm waiting for the West Side. I'm waiting for that West Side to come in so I can give my opinion there. I got you, got you. All right, uh, Trail, your opinion on the Dirty South bracket? Does anybody need to be moved? Does anybody rank too low? Um, yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> How do we have Little Wayne at number nine? How? Who? I mean, and number you got nine. Jesus. 
you got Jeezy ahead of Wayne? How? We do. We do have Jeezy ahead of Wayne. Uh, when we went through the panel, man, six guys all agreed that we could at least understand what Jeezy's talking about. Nobody even understands what Lil Wayne is saying. Lil Wayne's been claiming for a while that he doesn't write his rhymes anymore. And honestly, Weezy, we can tell, man. <laughs> we wish you would pick up the pen and start right again because some of your stuff makes no sense. Uh, Jeezy, uh, more classic records also. Let me look at that. What, I got the list here. Jeezy had more classic records than Lil Wayne. Uh, first album was a classic. We said the recession. All of us agreed that the recession was one of those few albums that we could play from start to finish without having to skip anything. Lil Wayne has one classic album, and some of us even debated that's a classic, <laughs> The Carter Three. It is hard to call yourself one of the greatest rappers of all time when you don't have a greatest album of all time. So Jesus was given the head above Lil Wayne. Um, what was your other question? Why is, why is he number nine? Yeah, how, right, can I mean, you actually, can, can you literally put Lil Wayne in front of any of these guys? Can you put Lil Wayne in front of Jeezy, 3-6 Mafia, 8-Ball and MJG, The Ghetto Boys, Outkast, T.I., <laughs> Masterpiece, Scarface? I don't see, I don't see Lil Wayne, I don't see Lil Wayne topping any of those for, guys. For, for me, I, for me, I would put him ahead of Jeezy. Okay, he, he gotcha, gotcha. At least ahead of Jeezy. For me, because right. the snowman was good. The snowman was good. I give y'all it. Snowman was good. The snowman album was. It was, it was okay. Did I just meet you out? <laughs> Is he still talking? Did I meet you out? Yo, your microphone. Um, I right, DC. Uh, DC, your opinion, man. What's what's your opinion on Dirty South bracket? I think that we should take Little Wayne out of number nine, but I want him further down. I want. Personally, for me, because I'm a fan, I would like to see J. Cole probably in the top ten instead of Lil Wayne. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I agree with okay. J. Cole. I agree with J. Cole. I didn't even think about that, you know, but J. Cole definitely needs to no. go on the top there. Yes, yes. He's too low. He's Thank too you. Low. He is too low as well. I All right. That. But I'm thinking Wayne up top ten. All right. If we, if we move Cole up, man, we got to move somebody. That I mean, well, that would probably put – if we move Cole up into the top ten, man, are we putting Cole ahead of Ludacris and Lil Wayne? Yes. No, we're gonna put we're gonna put J Cole number ten, and we take Lil Wayne out. Lil Wayne's gonna be number twelve, and we just keep Luda at nine, and we go from there. But J Cole needs to be so in the top ten at least. So we're just switching Wayne, and we're just switching Wayne and J Cole. Basically. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Luda got to cool. stay up there. Yeah, Ludacris yeah. has to stay in top ten too. I mean, Ludacris has had the movie career. Um, he's launched the careers of other artists, so on and so forth. Ludacris got to stay there, man. So we gonna keep Ludacris in the top ten. I agree with y'all there. Okay, so I'm writing it down. We're switching Cole and Weezy, the greatest rapper of all time that nobody can understand. The queen on the broadcast tonight, the queen of the show today, the queen of the month is Jesse Story. She says she wants to hear who's in the Wild West. And let me tell you this, Jesse, we got a lot of girls beating us up. Not girls, a lot of women. I'm sorry, because they'll get mad if I say that. And I shouldn't have said that. We got a lot of women beating us up because they said there's no female representation in the Wild West region. They want Yo-Yo on the list. Let's see if we can put Yo-Yo here in front of somebody else. 
This started a little bit of controversy, but you got to remember, we're not just talking about lyricism. We're talking about overall contribution to the culture. The first rapper ever to go diamond, the first real, real, real star, crossover star in hip-hop, in a lot of people's opinion, MC Hammer is your 16th seed. No way possible. <laughs> no way possible. Now, whether no. you're a fan or not, you got Hammer, Hammer made his contribution. Jesse, what do you think about Hammer at number 16? <laughs> Uh, I didn't <laughs> um, well, let me get y'all the rest of the list. <laughs> let me let me get y'all the rest of the list. Let me get y'all the rest of the list. I didn't even think of him on being on the list. Okay. <laughs> the only contribution Hammer ever made was with the Hammer pants. He never made no exactly. Thank you. <laughs> That's the only thing we know Hammer for is the Hammer pants. <laughs> All right, GQ, 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 right. do the list. Give us the list, man. Give us the list. I was, I was outvoted. We was outvoted for the two because they sat there and said, when you sat there and look at the tours this guy put together, the fact that he showed that hip hop could sell ten million albums, um, the, 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 the attention he brought to Oakland, a lot of attention that he brought to hip hop, whether it be positive or negative, whether it be some, some of it being some attention that we may not have wanted, they said that Hammer. As as well as guys like as well as guys like Will Smith. Will Smith isn't that same type of lyricist, but Will Smith is. Right. You can't talk about hip hop without telling the Will Smith story, and that's how they felt about MC Hammer. But this is the rest of the list. At number fifteen, we got YG. Fourteen. Who's the fourteen seed? They got Schoolboy Q School. at number fourteen. Thirteen. The man responsible, partially responsible for the hyphy movement. Some say mostly responsible for the hyphy movement. Mac Dre is at number 13. Here's a bold statement that a lot of people are not going to like. Kendrick Lamar is number 12. What? I like, I like Kendrick Lamar. I think, I, think I, love deserves, Kendrick. I think he deserves to be higher on that list. Higher I agree. Than I hear hear your top eleven. The number eleven seed is Snoop. Number ten, The Game. Number nine, DJ Quick. Number eight, Too Short. Number seven, E Forty. Number six, Ice T. Number five, Ice Cube. And this is something a little bit different too. NWA was on the list, but we had to feel like we had to separate several members of NBA, NWA. So Ice Cube's at five. Number four is Easy E. Number three is Tupac. He's the number three seed. The number two seed in the West Coast region is NWA, and the number one seed is Dr. Dre. Huh? Wait, wait. Hold <laughs> <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> on. And where's Rage on that list? Rage, did anybody forget about Rage? What happened with her? Rage has got to go on the list. We got to just got to figure out what Rage is. When, when we made this list, the female said, Yo, yo, and Rage have to be on this list. Or the list doesn't matter. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to so say we, this. You can, you can take YG out at 15 and put one of them down there. Mm-hmm. I, don't think, I don't think he deserves to be on the list at all. Okay. Um, and. I know Dr. Dre should definitely not be number one. That's my biggest concern right now. He should definitely not be number one. And you can take MC Hammer out. Take, take him out too. Because the only thing we remember him before is them pants. So therefore, if we if it's not a clo- if it ain't a fashion show, take him out. 
Trail is on record. He's saying take Hammer and YG out. Uh, Jesse, what do you feel about YG and Hammer? Should they even be on the list at all? All right, so they come out. DC, what are we doing? Are we putting, uh, are we putting um, YG and MC Hammer on the list, yes or no? No, you take both of them out. YG and Hammer come off. And are we putting the females at 15 and 16, or should they be higher? I feel like they're good at 15 and 16. I might get a little backlash for that. but <laughs> Yeah. Now, now to answer your question too, Trail, now the Dr. Dre thing, that was unanimous, and this is why. Dr. Dre is responsible for the careers of legends. There is no Easy E, Ice Cube, Eminem, Snoop Dogg. There's no DOC. There's no career of any of these dudes without Dr. Dre. And game, don't forget game. Yeah, and the game. When you talk about that, Dr. Dre game needs to go off. Game needs to move on. Yeah, you know, I, I, and gaming leave a I stamp agree. like the rest of them. I, I agree with that. I agree with that. Uh oh. So the game needs to be higher. Yes, he definitely got to be higher than ten. All right. So do we move the game? The game is ten. Uh, DJ Quick is nine. Eight. Too short is eight. Seven is E forty. Six is Ice T. Five is Ice Cube. Okay. Four is easy E. Ooh, what? Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> I think I, I think Snoop needs to move up on the list too. Snoop needs to be up there Snoop. in the top five somewhere. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Snoop. Yeah. Yeah. I, I say I, I say we got to switch that easy E character out with Snoop. Give me, give me that. So you want to put y'all y'all want to put Snoop at number four and drop Easy all the way down to eleven? Uh, this is hard. That's that's we hard. Can put, I wouldn't say eleven. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, can we put him at seven right, and so, put and put E forty a little lower? Well, I mean, we could do this. Okay, so what if we move? What if we move Snoop up into the top four and make him number four? Does everybody else just come down? Do we move Easy down to five, Cube down to six? Okay, but if we do this, that means game go to 11. Listen. Game has to move up. I'm almost tempted yeah. to put... I, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I want okay. Game in, in at least the top 10. No, he got right, to We're going to let the Queen sell it. We're going to let the Queen sell it then. Uh, Jesse's story, where, she, where do we rank the game in the top 16? I don't rank the game at all because Game, to, to me, hasn't been as influential as all the rest of them. So, to me, he, he can leave the list. Ooh. I don't care. <laughs> okay. I'm just saying, that? I think... Huh? Oh, no. Oh no! You know what she's. You know what she's like. Game is a legend. Game is a legend, man. But game didn't do for the game with. Uh, I like that game didn't do for the game. Game didn't do for the game with quick, too short, icy. <laughs> he didn't do. He didn't do what the, what these guys did. Not for the not not right. overall contribution and their their influence. 
I don't feel he did anything different. You know, for me, it, it's, it's about paving the way. It's about um, what, what you bring different. To me, like Snoop, he had his own lane. It, it was mm-hmm. nobody that sound like Snoop that did what Snoop did. You know, it, it, it's like Easy E. Ain't nobody sound like Easy E. Game, to me, doesn't set that standard. But that's just my opinion. <laughs> All right. So, so you know, I'm, I'm, I would put him yeah. last on the list if, 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 if I had to choose. I got you. Oh. We got it on oh. the list. That's my, that's my opinion. <laughs> that was a right. but I like it. You know what? I was always told right. against the queen, so I'm not going against it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that settles it. All right. So with the new revamp list, we got Rage at 16. Yo-Yo is 15. Uh, 14 is, let's see, who was 14 now? 14 is Schoolboy Q is still on the list. I, and I'm, I'm, I'm satisfied with that. Like, he at least gets the run. He's probably going to get knocked out because, you know, the 14th seed has to go against the number three, which is Tupac. So Schoolboy Q is probably going to be a first-round elimination. <laughs> but you got 14 is Schoolboy Q. 13 is Matt Dre. Schoolboy Q is one of these new school West Coast artists, part of this West Coast renaissance, basically. I'm sorry, I had to laugh. <laughs> That's, you know, hey, like I said, longevity, somebody paved the way. I mean, they might be doing it today, but, you know, for me, I put Warren G before I put somebody I don't really know like that, you know? But, uh. <laughs> you know, just off what the Queen said, we're writing Warren G at the number 14. Schoolboy Q is off the list. Warren G's number fourteen. I was GQ, GQ, hold on. What about Nate Dog? No. Yeah. Nate wouldn't be considered a rapper. Though. Nate, uh, Nate, I'm not gonna let you trip. Nate, Nate, not a rapper. No, don't you do that. Cool. Fine, fine, fine. I mean, Nate, Nate, Nate was one of the best, but one of the best hook artists of all time, and he's he's partially fine. responsible for that death row sound. There are a lot of dope records with Nate Dog on it. Nate Dog made a lot but of dope I, records. Yeah. I put him as a singer, not a rapper. But is but is he good enough to go into the top sixteen though? Do we put him I, above I, I, Rage, Yo Yo, and Warren G? No. No, okay. I mean like he wasn't a singer. Like you said, he wasn't really a rapper. He was more of a singer. So you know, I, I wouldn't put him up there if he was just singing hooks. You know what I'm saying? But rappers, I think the rappers uh, have to have some kind of History, you know, they had to do something that. I mean, the new school artists, yeah, they have. They just didn't have enough time in the game, man. <laughs> Sorry, uh, except for Kendrick Lamar. Kendrick, Kendrick Lamar, on the other hand, he he's doing something different. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. You know, I I can I'll keep him on. All right, ladies and gentlemen. So we closed two brackets. We got the jungle and chopper oh, region left. Oh, hold on, we closed two brackets. Time out. I have a question before we before we leave this West Coast bracket. So, did we take game out of we took game out of the whole West Coast bracket? Now, game's out of the top ten. Game uh, dropped to eleven because we moved uh, we moved Snoop up to four, and everybody basically dropped the slot. Fourteen, fifteen, and sixteen were taken out, and they were replaced with Warren G, Yo Yo, and the Lady of Rage. Okay, I can work. That works. That works. So this is how it looks like. Okay, you know the top seeds they hit the lower seeds. So in the first round of the Dirty South, we have Scarface versus UGK. 
a battle of Texas. The eight versus nine seeds, Jeezy will take on Lil Wayne in the first round. The Ghetto Boys will take on, um, we switched J. Cole. No, did we switch J. Cole? We moved J. Cole to, where did we move J. Cole to? Top 10. Okay. Number 10. Top 10. Top 10. Okay, so he's number 10. Okay, so. So what? I thought it was so him what's Wayne that we I thought we switched him and Wayne. We did. We switched him and Wayne. So J. Cole actually takes on Jeezy as the number nine seed in the first round. And that means that the ghetto boys would take on Lil Wayne because Lil Wayne's not a twelve seed. Okay. So we switched Cole and right. we switched Cole and Weezy. All right. That also means that um this is a good one. Outcast gets mystical in the first round. Uh, 8 versus 11 Rick Ross versus 8 Ball and MJG T.I. versus the 2 Live Crew 3-6 Mafia versus Ludacris and Master B versus Little Boosie huh? I'm just going to drop a little I'm just going to drop a little hit in there when we talk about overall contribution <laughs> it's going to be hard to beat Master P in the South Master P some people believe is going to make the final four <laughs> Master P wasn't the greatest rapper of all time, but he's done so much for the culture and for so much for Southern hip hop. It's gonna be hard to beat him in the Southern region, man. Real talk. Mm-hmm. I'll say that. All right, ladies. All right, lady and gentlemen, we got number one, Doctor Dre takes on number sixteen, the Lady of Rage. Um, <laughs> let me see here. Say so what? I said we kept that. We got. We kept Dre. We got Too Short versus DJ Quick. We got um, Ice Cube versus, let's see here, Ice Cube versus Mac Dre. You got mm. Easy E versus um, Warren G. I'm looking at what we've re- replaced too. Uh, numbers. This is a, this is gonna be an interesting battle here. Number six, Ice T, takes on the number eleven seed, and that is uh, the game. That's gonna be a goal. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna see what I want to say. Tupac, Tupac takes on uh, Yo Yo. Oh, they were actually good friends, by the way. Um, you got. You got uh let's see here. The game versus NWA. Actually no, you got uh E forty versus the game, you got NWA versus um YG. I thought we took YG out. We did, didn't we? That means you got yeah. so I screwed that up actually. You got little, you got NWA versus Yo Yo at number fifteen. And before that I said E forty versus the game. That's that's correct. We got E forty versus the game. Okay. So the plot thickens. All right, back to the Queen. Queen, we going with the Midwest region or the East Coast region? East Coast. East Coast region. The number one uh, number sixteen seed we have um this is this is funny. 
50 Cent is the number 16 seed. There are 15 people we put ahead of 50 Cent. <laughs> this is why. We talked about Tribe Conquest, the Jungle Brothers, uh, De La Soul. We decided we couldn't split them all up. We just threw the whole click in. The Native Tongue crew is the number 15 seed. <laughs> At number 14, I haven't had too much fun with this, man. At number 14, one of the greatest female rappers of all time, and a female who doesn't get quite the amount of credit she gets because she gave birth to people like Nicki Minaj and Cardi B. Lil' Kim is number 14. Okay. Buster, Buster Rhymes checks in at number 13. The Queen, Latifah, movie star, television star, actress, uh, also a great, very good jazz singer, is number 12. Number 11, the man is, that gave us a terror squad, Fat Joe. Number mm-hmm. 10 is Drake. Number 9 is the Wu-Tang Clan. Here's some controversy mm-hmm. for you. Jay-Z is number 8. Heck no. Wait, what? <laughs> Jay-Z is number 8. Let me tell you why Jay-Z is number... Right. Let me tell you why Jay-Z is number 8. Because as much as all of us love Jay-Z, when we talk to six dudes, we came up with seven other guys, and we couldn't put Jay-Z ahead of these seven people. Number seven is LL Cool J. Number six, the greatest female rapper of all time, MC Light. Number five is Nas. Number four, Public Enemy. Number three, um, KRS-1. Mm. Number two, the second greatest rapper of all time, Biggie. Why is Biggie number two? Because the God MC, the greatest rapper of all time, Rakim is number one. (laughs) Man, that's hard. That is so hard. Because you know me growing up in New York, I grew up to all of them. And it's like, you guys got everybody on that list, but that's hard. Hey, check this out, though, Jesse. Hey, check, check this out, though, Jesse, too. This was the argument, Jesse's story. This is the argument about Rakim. When you look at all these rappers on this list, from the Native Tongues to Jay-Z to Nas to Biggie to all the great rappers that we love and respect, even Carol one when they wanted to start rapping, they looked at one dude and said, I want to be that dude. And all these dudes got one person's flow in their flow. And if it wasn't for and, it, and it's because of Rakim that you have Nas and all these other guys. Like, Nas, somebody put it, the argument was closed when a friend of mine said this. Rakim is your favorite rapper's favorite rapper. Uh, yeah. I, I, can, I can agree with that. Jay-Z's yeah. favorite rapper was Rakim. Nas's favorite rapper was Rakim. That makes him the greatest. I have one problem with this list. Well, on this but, side but, of the bracket, I mean. But on let me ask you, is, uh, do you think Rock Him is before Sugar Hill Gang? The Sugar Hill Gang, we're ashamed to say, the, the Sugar Hill Gang just fell outside the list at number 17 behind the Native Tongues, and we said the reason for that is the the greatest, but the, the record that started it all, Rapper's Delight. 
But outside of Rapper's Delight, we just got like a bunch of guys who was arguing, and then they tried to switch new members in and didn't want to tell us who the new members were. <laughs> and we got a lot of controversy. The only thing we could really credit to the Sugar Hill Gang was the, the Rapper's Delight record. So they came in at number 17, pushing them just off of the, the list in the jungle. Uh, yeah. Y'all tell me if y'all disagree or not, but that, that's, that's, that's where it came up down to. No, I agree. I agree. That was the only song that I could really say is, you know, was influential, yeah. but it was it definitely what started it. You know what I'm saying? Before, before everyone else in the game. But mm-hmm. I, I get what you're saying. I get it. I get it. And we tried yeah. to we tried to take fit. We I, I ain't gonna lie to you, man. We all tried to argue Fifty Cent off the list, but he stayed number sixteen because we said we got to put Fifty a little bit ahead of. We got to put him just behind the Native Tones and Tribe and Daylight and the Jungle Brothers. We got to put him a little bit ahead of uh, a little bit ahead of the Sugar Hill Gang because we started thinking about Vitamin Water and the G Unit and Fifty's had some dope records. So I mean, Fifty's made his contribution. Yeah, he, he deserves it. Yeah, yeah, so he's a, he's what's that? Um, how did LL get in front of Jay Z? Explain that to me. No. Well, you okay now? Hold on. LL was first. <laughs> LL, you know, he had them songs that the women love. You know, Roundaway Girl, that was my joint. Love the other one that I need love, man. Listen. <laughs> Well, oh, you know, one person hey. that we forgot to add to that list, one Who's person, that? a very important person, Slick Rick. Woo! We want to Slick Rick on. We wanted we want to Slick Rick on the list. We felt like Slick was just hurt by the fact that he just didn't get to make enough material because of incarceration and everything. But we really want to Slick Rick on the list. But we just was like, you know, we ain't got but sixteen slots. Do do we put Slick on the list? Do we take fifty thousand and put Slick Rick in? No, okay. Man, you, know, you, can't, you, can't, you can't do that. <sighs> also, to answer your question, also, also I, to answer your question too, Trail, like, like LL, come out with a record tomorrow and take the game back over. I mean, right. LL's done movies, LL's done television, LL. I mean, it's because of LL that these guys can tell their story. Like, this, the, 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 we talk about like what Hammer did. LL did the same thing, but with more respect. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> with respect, LL. Right. And then there was one other thing. Somebody mentioned to me, like, Jay-Z doesn't have an album that's better than Mama Said Knock You Out. Right. So what was the so, blueprint? The blueprint's not better than Mama Said Knock You Out. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, argue with, I argue with that one all night, little brother. <laughs> the blueprint is not better than Mama Said Knock You Out. I don't even think... Y'all can disagree with me about this. I don't even think the Blueprint is Jay-Z's best album. I actually think that the Black Album is better than the Blueprint. Yeah, Same. I that Black Album was the best. I agree. <laughs> yeah. And then Reasonable Doubt, you know, Reasonable Doubt is what it is. But then we put Reasonable Doubt up against Mama Say Knock You Out, and we still gave it to Mama Say Knock You Out. So LL it inched out Jay-Z at number seven. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Cool. All right, so I guess we're pretty much satisfied with this list. So... To close the jungle out in the first round, Rakim versus 50 Cent. It doesn't matter anyway because Rakim's going to advance against whoever he's up against. <laughs> uh, eight versus nine, Jay-Z versus the Wu-Tang. Nas versus Queen Latifah. Public Enemy versus Busta Rhymes. MC Light versus Fat Joe. Karis One versus Little Kim. 
LL Cool J versus Drake, Biggie versus the Native Tongues. That is your that is your jungle. Okay, that's that's nice. We can we can deal with that. And once we uh, and also to the Thunderstorm audience, because some of y'all are hitting us up, how do y'all get the list? We'll put the uh, once we revise the list, we'll have the list on social media by Tuesday. So we have the list on by social media by Tuesday, and I'm gonna send a copy to all of y'all, Jesse, uh, DC Trail, all of y'all to get the list too, so y'all can fill out y'all brackets and take us all the way to a winner. Oh yeah. Okay. All right, cool. That leaves us with the Midwest. One of the hardest lists to put together. We left off guys like MC Bree. MC Bree got left out of the chopper region. <laughs> but here it is. Because uh, we got about 30 minutes left in the show. We want to we want to uh, get into Jesse's story's business a little bit more. But number 16, she's not from Atlanta, y'all. She's actually from Chicago. Shauna comes in at number 16. 15, one of the new cats on the list, and one of the dudes that they think is keeping hip-hop respectable, Freddie Gibbs, is number 15. Number 14, a legend in his own right, Big Sean. Number 13, uh, Chance the Rapper comes in at number 13. And whether you like him or not, you got to say the man has done what he's done. Number 12, uh, one of the leaders of the drill movement, Chief Keith. Number 11, we got Kid Cudi. Number 10, we got Eminem's boys, D12. And number nine, also not from Atlanta, from Chicago, the Brat. Number eight, uh, they often get credited with that uh, that rapid fire Midwest style of rapping as the originators. They actually aren't, but they get credit for it, and they did have their run. Bone Thugs and Harmony comes in at number eight. Number seven is Twister, the guy who probably is deserves a little bit more credit than Bone does. Uh, <laughs> number six, we got um, Lupe Fiasco. Number five was given to Nelly. Number four, my favorite rapper of all time, Common. Number three, Kanye. Number two, Tech Nine. Number one, Eminem. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you taking Eminem off of number Mm-mm. one, Jesse? Mm-mm. Yeah, I, I I love Eminem. Don't get me wrong, but not 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 number one. You know, I will put okay. I will put I will put a comment up there before I will put him. But Eminem, you know, he has some records. He has he has some some really great records and doing some something different that nobody else is doing. But uh, does he deserve number one? I don't know. It's kind of questionable. All right, cool. Oh, Jesse's on record. I'm sorry, fellas. Do y'all do y'all agree with that? I'm I'm sorry. I got, I got one word: rap god. That's all I got to say. Keep keep him in number one for me. <laughs> All right, and then what? What you got, Trail? Who you put? Uh, is Eminem deserving of a number one seed? No, not for me. Um, if if we go on number, I will put. If I gotta go off this list, I'm putting Kanye before Eminem. Okay, Kanye will go one before Eminem. Oh, uh, that college. Yeah, dropout, I, I agree with that. I agree, Kanye before dropout. Eminem. College dropout was for me. Hold on, now wait a minute. I don't say a lot, but, but y'all, y'all disrespect when you say Eminem don't need to be number one. Now we talking about the baddest in the game. We talking about the, the, the guy nobody though. wants not, to try. I don't know. I don't know if he's the baddest, but you know, right. we talk about longevity. We talk about 
all around, I mean, yeah, he probably sold the most records of everyone. But, I mean, lyrically, I mean, he all right. <laughs> yeah, all right. Um, yeah, right. Kanye, Kanye, Kanye. Uh, I would think Kanye's up there, man, too. Yeah, Kanye got to be one for me. Cause their college dropout was it was a fool for me. But, so I like college. Hey, Jeff, I mean, I think Tech Nine could move. I think Tech Nine could move down the list. Man, okay. please, man. Yeah, you can Tech Nine is. He, uh, he could definitely move down the list. Yeah. I. Tech nine is like, uh, but let me let me let me put this to y'all too though, like, cause uh, cause first I want to get to, I want to see Jesse and um Trey who y'all are putting in number one. Y'all both y'all say Kanye? Yeah, I said Kanye. I, 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 uh, that's hard. It's so hard. I wouldn't say Kanye number one either, but I I think he's over Eminem. I I I need to look at that list again. I need to hear that list again and see where everybody's right, at and just kind of. Okay, this is your top five, Jesse. I'm gonna give you. Actually, I'll start with your top ten. Your top ten is D12. Number nine is the Brat. Number eight is Bone. Number seven is Twister. Number six is Lupe Fiasco. Number five is Nelly. Number four is mm-hmm. Common. Three is Kanye. Two is Tech Nine, and one is Eminem. Yeah, I think Tech Nine needs to move down that list. I think Nelly need to move up the list because Nelly. I mean, he had hits, and he his records today today still play and, and, and hit hard. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I think Nelly needs to be pushed up that list. Um, I agree with that. I agree with that. But for me, the only other person that you could put in that number one slot, if it's not Kanye, would be Common. If it's not, yeah. If it's not, then that's then you know that's the argument for me. It would either go between Kanye or Common. Like those are the only two. Anybody outside of that? No, yeah. you can't put them in there. I think Con- Kanye. Right. Kanye first. Kanye's number okay, one. Okay, so gotta be number one. These, these are you guys' top three: Eminem, Kanye, and um, Eminem, Kanye, and Common. Those are y'all top three, from what I'm hearing. So slot them for me, yeah. Jesse. Eminem, Eminem, Kanye, and Common. Who's one through three? Yep, uh, Kanye. First, I'm gonna say Eminem, then Common, then Nelly. Kanye, Eminem, Common, Nelly. Who you putting in the top five, Trail? Uh, Kanye, Common, Eminem. Oh boy. I'm gonna surprise some people, man. That leaves Nelly or Tech Nine at four and five. Nelly. So y'all, Nelly. All, both of y'all put him above Tech Nine, and uh, let me. And then who you got? Who you got in your top five, uh, DC? First of all, I'm gonna say those who are very disrespectful. Then I'm gonna go with Eminem <laughs> number one, of course, for me. Kanye number two. Right. Common. We can do three. Four, I I keep Nelly there. I ain't really worried about Nelly too much. I you can take Tech Nine all the way out. And who who is left? Who is left? Who is left? Wow, wow, all the way out. Uh, I'm gonna tell y'all. I'm gonna tell y'all. I'm gonna tell you this about Tech Nine though, because I'm from the South. Tech Nine is the Midwest masterpiece. <laughs> yeah, we just know in in our area where we grew up, we know a little bit less about Tech Nine than Master P. But everything Master P did. 
Tech Nine did the same thing. He just did it in Kansas City. Yeah, true. True. And Tech Nine probably got a little bit more. It's probably a better rapper than Master P. Um, the only thing is, Master P put on artists. Tech Nine didn't put on artists. Tech Nine, most of his thing is really what he did for himself. But, I mean, okay. dude's got paper. So, um, I got a, I got a problem with this bracket over here, and I'm going to tell you why. Uh, I don't know who we can find to put there, but somebody has to go there. Cause we got to take Chief Keith out. He got to go. I agree. I'm gonna say who 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 was the fifteen? You said Sharma. Fifteen is uh Freddie Gibbs. Freddie Gibbs. Okay. Uh, I will put Tech Nine up there somewhere. You put Tech Nine at fifteen? Okay. <laughs> oh, I like that. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> All right, we gonna put it to a vote then. We are gonna let the Thunderstorm audience vote on it because this is what y'all all agreed on. All of y'all got Nelly at number four. Two of yeah. y'all have commented number three. Two of y'all have commented number three. Um, and then two of y'all have Kanye at number one. So we don't have to give Kanye the number one seed. Uh, Nelly's number four. And I said three. Two of y'all said Common was number three. So Common's number three. And then I guess that puts Eminem at number two with Kanye at number one. Kanye M. Common Nelly, and um, we'll get everybody to vote on the rest of it because um, I'm telling y'all, once the Midwest check in, you take nine, probably ain't gonna move. We moving them, but the Midwest ain't gonna do it. Nah, he ain't gonna move because man, he got a strong following. Yeah. So um, this is what we got, y'all. So the number one seed, Kanye, will take on Shauna in the first round. Number eight, Bone takes on the number nine seed, Durant. The number five seed would looks like um would looks like currently Tech Nine and number five will take on Chief Keith at twelve. So it doesn't matter anyway because Chief Keith's probably in the first round elimination. The number four seed, Nelly, takes on Chance the Rapper in the first round. The number six seed, Lupe Fiasco, takes on Kid Cuddy. The number three seed, Common, takes on Big Sean. The number seven seed, Twister, takes on D twelve. And the number two seed, Eminem takes on Freddie Gibbs, and he's probably going to win by a landslide. Ladies and gentlemen, we did it. Your Thunderstorm Hip Hop Invitational Tournament of MC. <laughs> I, still, I still question some, some of those people on that list. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, still, I'm still sorry with the Eminem number two. I, 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 well, you know what? I don't, I'm still funny about that Shauna pick. I mean... I ain't really heard a lot from her. I don't know why she even made the list, but you know that's just my opinion. <laughs> a a lot of people don't. Opinion. A lot of people don't remember this about Shauna. Like Shauna was actually in a rap group before she moved, just bounced out to like Atlanta. It was called the Infamous Syndicate, and they actually put out a couple of underground bangers. She then went to Atlanta, joined Disturbing the Peace with uh, Ludacris. But one thing about Shauna, though, if y'all jump on YouTube like today. That chick always getting booked for a show somewhere. <laughs> like I don't know what she's done to keep herself like uh, in the in the in the in the of everybody, but everybody is still everybody's still in love with Shauna from what we can see from a hip hop standpoint. So yeah, she she was dope, but I just don't you know I don't know just don't feel yeah. she's on that level where some of these other dudes you know other people uh, should be. 
on the list. But it's all good. Can't win them all, right? <laughs> yeah. All right. Guess what, y'all? Old school bus battle. Old school bus battle. All right, the champion in the old school bus is um, for the – this is her second time defending the crown. Old school bus, the champion in the red corner is the queen of soca, Destra Garcia. Crank the bus up.
Time defending champion on the old school bus, the queen of soca, Destra Garcia, who's ha- who's been having her run and has been killing everybody that she's been up against. But ladies and gentlemen, when we started talking about bringing Jesse's story back to the song, we got on the subject of people who can sing because we all know Jesse can sing. Jesse can sing to me anytime. Matter of fact, if I ever see Jesse, regardless of where I am, Jesse gonna have to sing. I can see you in the grocery store, Jesse, and you gonna have to sing to me. <laughs> I already knew that, so, you know, that wouldn't be a problem. <laughs> all right. So we started talking about people with some pipes, and we all know that, you know, um, Destra's got a very strong voice in herself, but then they started talking about some of the the unsung folk who really got some pipes, and guess who came up in the conversation? Who? Oh. The challenger on tonight's old-school bus, Heather Headley. Crank the bus up one more time on a not-so-old-school, old-school bus. <laughs>
think about how I would love to do that again. Um, that was a surreal time because I had never, I've always watched everyone else on the floats and always wished to be on one. And so to get the opportunity to actually be on one and have my people support me and love, like the love that we got while we were out there was phenomenal. It was like something I couldn't even explain or express how people went crazy just for a flute, for my float, you know? And so it was, it was definitely a surreal moment and I'd love to do it again. I mean, that's, that's, that's a once in a lifetime thing. Most people don't ever get an opportunity to do that. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's a great feeling. It's a great feeling. And you know what? It brought out my family. And when I tell you my family scattered everywhere, but when that parade happens, my family from Puerto Rico, from Florida, from anywhere in the United States, they come out to that parade, and they were there watching me and supporting me and seeing me on that on that stage. And it, it, it gave me a sense, like, I felt proud. I felt proud to be able mm-hmm. to represent my family, you know. So, yeah. I'm proud. I'm <laughs> proud of you. No. We got about six minutes left in the show. Two hours flew by, man. We definitely going to have to have you come back again because we didn't even get into what we wanted to talk to you about. <laughs> but you know what? I'm just Let me just say this, and I, this is not a line. You know, I, I, I can say a lot of nice things about a lot of nice people, man, but I've always been amazed at the fact of someone who is such – who would probably have the right to be a little arrogant has always been so humble, and the person who's accomplished – so much more than people who brag about so much less. It's just the type of person that you are. I'm proud of you. Um, love you to death. Thank you. Uh, you know, if there's, if you need a co-defendant or anything, I'm there for you. <laughs> you can do something wrong, and I'm going to take the stand and I'm going to lie. We're going down like four flat tires, right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Oh, but uh, you that, said man. once you. you said once before I'm your brother from another mother. You're definitely my sister from another mister. And um, please don't let yeah. me have to run you down a year later to get you to come back on nope. another storm for us to talk again. Well, I'm gonna be running you down in the next few days, waiting for them tracks. <laughs> All right. <laughs> we got you. We got you. Take a couple minutes. Give everybody your social media information so they can stay in contact with you, so they can follow you, see what you got going on. All righty. On Instagram, I am known as Jesse Story. That's spelled J-E-S-S-I-E-S-T-O-R-E-Y. And on Facebook, I am Jesse Reyes Story. I had to add the Reyes in there to show my ethnicity, you know, so, mm-hmm. <laughs> so people can find me. Um, but also, uh, recently I just started something that I want people to know about. Uncle Joey has his own comedy show now. So we are now working mm-hmm. on Uncle Joey having his uh show placed on, on Instagram and videos on him as well. So we're we're supporting that one hundred percent and we'd like people to go out and, and friend him and look at his videos on Instagram. It's called the Uncle Joey Show. So Uncle Joey J O E Y show. Gotcha. Help show love to him. Thank you. I love y'all. Most definitely. Having me on the show. All right. Um, And and definitely be looking for those tracks later because I got Jesse's story on my next album. 
Ladies and gentlemen, it's been <laughs> fun. We're going to go out. We got the old school bus one more time. We're going out with one of the classics from the old school bus, Zap and Roger. We appreciate y'all hanging out with us. Thunderstorm Sports is back next Sunday. The Storm is back next Saturday.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio.